The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. The personal physician, the personal doctor of the Lubavitcher Rebbe was a certain person. It does not say his name. You'll see why in a second, why it doesn't say his name. Because he had a few. And in this specific scenario, obviously they want it to be anonymous. You'll see why in a second. This specific doctor happened to be in Crown Heights over the Chagim. And he had dedicated special red phone. This phone was for emergencies only. And it was people, if they had to call, he would pick up the phone. If it was Shabbat, Yom Tov, made no difference. If that red phone was ringing, he would pick that up. So a nephew of this doctor happened to be, it was over Chag Sukkot. He happened to be there during Sukkot. And the family was out in the Sukkot. Suddenly, the red phone started ringing. The doctor did not hear it. His nephew was inside the kitchen when the red phone went off. So him being a little bit of a wise guy, he picked up the phone and goes, Hello? It's quiet for a second. It goes, Hello, is this Dr. So-and-so? Yes, it is. How may I help you? Do I have the wrong number or is this... Well, who are you? Um, my name is Mrs. Schneerson from President Street. Would you mind telling the doctor that I would like to speak with him? Sure. He puts the phone down. He goes out and he starts walking really cool, like Mr. Cool with his hands in his pocket. He goes, hey, Uncle So-and-so, someone called you on the red line. It's a Mrs. Schneerson from President Street. Mrs. Schneerson from President Street, what? He runs and dashes in, picks up the phone. Yes, yes, yes. Hangs up the phone. He goes over to him. He picks his nephew up. Picks him up off the ground. His like feet are dangling in the air. He says, do you realize what you almost did? He's like, what? He's like, I'm running now to the Schneerson home. Do you know who the Schneersons are? He says, no. He says, you heard of the Lubavitcher Rebbe? He says, of course. He says, and what's the Lubavitcher Rebbe's last name? Schneerson? Exactly. Do you know where they live? President Street? You got it. Don't ever pick up that phone. They were calling because there's a medical emergency. I have to run over there right now. But you know what? I'm going to teach you a real lesson. He puts the kid down. He says, you are coming with me. And with that, he grabbed his nephew and dragged him along. Kid's like, what, what? He says, no, you're going to learn. You're going to learn. Oh, boy. You're going to learn. You're going to learn a lesson right now. He throws him in the car. He locks the doors. Back in the days, you could lock the doors. <laughs> You'd have to worry about the kid bolting. And the kid would cannot get out. They zip to President Street. They get to the house. The doctor goes up and he says, you stay here while I go to go to see what's happening with the Rebbe. I don't know what's happening. Maybe it's a medical emergency. He goes in. Rebbe says, Shearson walks in and goes, oh, Yantiv. Yantiv, and, and you must be the boy that picked up the phone, right? Like, very gentle. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's me. He goes, oh, oh, okay. All right. But the main thing is your uncle's here, and that's what counts. Okay, have a good Yantiv. Then suddenly, he feels a very heavy arm on his shoulder. He looks up, and he sees it was the Shamish, the person, the Heisbacher, the one who used to take care of the Rebbe and the Rebbetzin. And he says, are you the young boy who picked up the red phone? He goes, ah, yeah. He says, come with me. He felt like he was walking with the executioner down the corridor. He didn't know what this guy had in store him. What in the world? My uncle picked me up and my feet were dangling. Who knows what this guy's going to do to me? He took me to the Rebbe's private sukkah, opened the door and says, here, the Rebbetzin prepared something for you. She wants you to eat this. Please sit down. He said, I sat down in front of me on a plate were these hot, fresh rolls. Baked salmon, a cup of orange juice already ready in the cup, and some other items with the silverware on the side. He said, I'll never forget that meal. 
I thought I was going to get smacked and who knows what. Instead, they realized I'm a little kid. I was just having a fun time. Yes, I could have endangered somebody. But I didn't know the severity of that. But they made me feel good. He said, I never forgot that meal ever. How to make a person feel good. We all have opportunities to take these young saplings and make them great. Whoever they may be, whether they be students, whether they be family members, community members, we all have little saplings all around us. Plant them, nurture them. And Bezat Hashem, you'll see how the maturation makes them great cedar trees as well. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.